Hello everybody, it's your boy Teddy Hoggo again, and it's Saturday, so you know what it means, it's a Mandalorian review. Now, this week I didn't know what to expect, because last week was a funny episode, and this week was not a funny episode at all. There wasn't any um, funny, um, funny beginning, funny intro, it went straight into the show with a kind of a sense where it was going to be very grounded and the show did present itself in a way where I could see it was going to be grounded because I thought last week they were going to show a Sakatano and um the little little um as his name Groku yeah because we learned his name was going to be um, basically it's hard to it's hard for me to say good and bad about this episode because there's a lot of stuff in this episode that was meant to be oh it's so hard okay let's put it this way so straight away we see us as Tano. now if you know who Ahsoka Tano is and you are a Star Wars fan you're you you love Ahsoka Tano you know what she's about you know she left the Jedi Order because they didn't believe her and she basically feels like they turned her back she felt basically that the Jedi turned their back on her so she leaves the Jedi Order now if you know who Ahsoka Tano is she is An- Anakin's Padawan she's reckless she's she's like Anakin but she's just the girl version she has emotion she's very passionate she's just like Anakin she's just like Darth Vader so straight away you see her and she's fighting these guys and she's basically running through the um the forest and basically she's taking out these these guys one by one now good enough they had the real colors of her lightsaber and i liked it because they were white when ahsoka ahsoka leaves her lightsabers on the planet on the last one if you watch the rebels you watch the clone wars um she leaves her lightsaber um, on a planet where she crash lands and then Darth Vader finds them and picks them up but then she does get white lightsabers one one is longer than the other I picked that up as well the only thing I was um, a bit wary about was what she was going to look like was her tentacles on her shoulders going to be longer and they weren't it was kind of the same length as it was in the TV show I don't know if they've grown a bit but from my recollection from the actual TV show, the animated TV show, she hasn't grown up a bit. But what they need to understand is this woman that is playing her. So I don't care who's playing her. Don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't care. Um, the only problem I had with her is this woman is very tall. From what what I can see, this woman is very tall. And did she? Pres- did she portray a Sokotano like how she's portrayed in the Clone Wars? And I can be honest to say 
she doesn't. This is a totally new type of Ahsoka. She doesn't even fight the same way. If you if you know Ahsoka Tano, she holds her blades, uh, holds her lightsabers in a certain way. Hold, Ahsoka Tano holds her lightsabers down, not up. She holds them in a grip formation, like she's holding um, torches. So, you know, if you if you in the army when they hold a torch, they hold it with a grip. They don't hold it like a normal person when they when they shine the flashlight. They hold it upwards. But she would hold her lightsabers down. She didn't do this in the show, and I was a bit worried. I was like, didn't they watch the Clone Wars and see the way she fights? She Ahsoka does a lot of roles. This lady portrayed Ahsoka Tano like she. She's kind of an assassin. It looked like in this. I didn't... They didn't give the reason why she was going after the town. There was no reason into it. Um, so basically, yeah. That, just, just all in all, I liked having Ahsoka back. But all in all, her character, it didn't capture me as how the Clone Wars showed it. Because you had a deeper connection to her in the show in the in the clone war show than you did in this mandalorian show and it's not upsetting don't get me wrong they brought her back i love to see cartoon characters be brought back to life basically in these type of shows because these people these 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 characters need to be in these shows and i like that star wars has a big wide range of let's have her in the show and let's put her in it because why not why not bring ahsoka in it she's the only one that hasn't been in the shows a live action character even from Star Wars so the Mandalorian has bought um, I think his name is I can't remember his name now it's Bloku or Broku no his name is Groku to Ahsoka to be trained now if you watch this if you watch the episode closely when she asks, basically she asks it basically. So what happens is they sit down, and then she is basically they're talking through this type of um, telepathy where they can read each other's thoughts. She tells him his. She tells him, she tells the Mandalorian um, Groku's name, and he keeps looking at him like, oh okay. And she goes, oh you have a, a very bond. You have a great bond with him. Like he he sees you as his father, and basically you learn that he has learn not to use the force to keep him safe because it was putting him in danger he kept using it and people kept basically i don't know people kept um taking advantage of him but we did learn that he was on coruscant he was training at the jedi temple with the jedi so there was a baby yoda at in on there was a baby yoda at Cor- on coruscant at the time of the clone wars basically he is a youngling so we do know that he was hidden and when the when the um, when the purge started, basically when Anakin killed all the younglings, he just probably he dismissed this guy, and then he was taken off Coruscant, and then we don't know what happened to his master. So whoever was with him died. When Ahsoka then goes to train Yo um, this um, Bloku, Groku, to me, it was kind of like he was using the dark side because he was angry. And he had a lot of fear. Now, I, I I kind of saw this. That's why she didn't want to train him. Because she's basically like, look, you can't train him. 
neither can I. He has so much fear. He will do certain things in order to stop anybody hurting you. That's what she's basically saying. And she's basically saying he will protect you at any cost. If it's even him turning to the dark side, Groku will do it. You can see that he's a child. Now, that's why they say child Jedi need to go to the Jedi Temple and they need to be away from their parents because of this reason. This is going down a path that I didn't think it was going to go down to. I thought she was going to go with the Mandalorian. I thought Ahsoka was going to go with the Mandalorian. And she didn't go. And that, that and that's the one thing I think that's missing. He's missing a team. This Mandalorian. I thought she was going to go with him. So, as the, as the episode continues, um, there's a lady inside the... Um, I'll skip that quite a bit. There's a lady inside where the town is. And basically, she offers the Mandalorian uh, a staff made of Mandalorian still to go and kill Ahsoka. But like I said, he didn't kill her. She tests um, Groku. And basically, he says to her, look, I was sent to kill you. But a Mandalorian and a Jedi going into this town to help the town. Basically, take back the town. Because Ahsoka wants to find out some, some information from the woman. Basically we can both go in there and do it now there's a guy in this show there's a guy in this show that i love and he is if i can find the cast i'm looking for the cast now this guy is in aliens 2 and he is in he is in um he is in, he's the first Terminator guy, I don't know his name, but he's one of my best actors in the world. And I don't know why he's not in other films, I don't know why he's not in other stuff, but this guy is great. I don't know why he's not in other shows, but this guy is absolutely brilliant. And I, he's, if you know who I'm talking about, he's, I think it's not Hobbs, I can't remember his name, I can't find his name right now on the, on the thing because I'm talking to you guys, but... He, he tries to fight the Mandalorian. It was ridiculous. I knew he was going to die because I thought to myself, people always have these cameos in these shows. And basically, that's what they do. They, they, have, these, they have these cameos because they love Star Wars. I can understand. I would want to be in Star Wars too if, if, if that was me. Um, coming to the end of the show, though, um, you, you realise that Ahsoka is, is looking for information. As she beats this woman's ass, she says to her, where is your master? And I'm thinking, who is she talking about? Who's her master? Who could be her master? Then she says, where is Grand Grand Admiral Thrawn? And I was like, oh my gosh. I, I, I didn't even know what to say. I did not know what to say. You see me, I am the biggest Grand Admiral, Fran, Admiral Thrawn fan. Out of all the Star Wars characters, I've listened to all his books. I've listened to everything about him. He is my favourite. He is the Sherlock Holmes of the Star Wars. He uses art in the way to destroy you. His battle tactics. He has. He uses battle tactics. He has no. What's the word? He can't do politics, but he can do battle strategy. He is brilliant. Grand Ad- if Grand Admiral Thrawn is in this show, wow. Because he's in Rebels. 
Ahsoka's in Rebels as well. This Mandalorian show, I need to find out the timeline. I need to see how old, um, what is her name? I need to find out how old uh, Ahsoka is in this episode as well. I think her name is Gina Canaro. I think her name is Gina Canaro. But well, we're gonna find out her name anyway. But this was this was this. I'll be honest with you. This was another brilliant episode by The Mandalorian chapter 13 called the jedi this was another good episode it was a deeper episode than normal i can admit it was a deeper episode than normal normally um they have a funny side but this side this episode was just basically this this episode was basically everything it needed to be it wasn't an episode where it was it was like it was over too much this was completely story-based for me i like story-based um arcs this was a story-based arc this was she even led them to the end where she said to them there's another planet and i can't remember what the planet is called right now and i had it in my head literally just now to go to another planet go to a jedi planet and basically he has to go to a peak find himself in the forest and then reach out with the force and then a jedi might come to train him that's brilliant i don't even know what other jedi left i know he's not kanan the ursa because kanan is going to train the other boy from Rebels. So I don't even know who's going to train this baby Yoda. I don't even know who's going to train him. Groku. I don't even know who's going to train him. But let's just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. This is fresh. This is made up. This is everything that we want it to be. This is Star Wars beyond Star Wars. So let's just find out who trains this baby Yoda. Because we don't know. No one knows. No one knows the screen. No one knows the screenplay. No one knows nothing. The only people that know about this is Disney, and I like the way they're doing it. They bring that every Saturday, so we can see. Um, this has been my Mandalorian review, part thirteen, the Jedi. Great that they bring about Ad- Grand Admiral Thrawn. Let's see how they're gonna do that. Um, let's see how they're gonna bring back us uh, Soka in this. Let's see how they're gonna bring back Carl Weathers and Gina Carraro is the other guy. It's Cara Dune. That's that's Gina Carraro. Um, let's see how it goes, people. Um, I've been your boy, Teddy Hoggle. Sorry, once again, for my groggy voice, because I haven't been to sleep again, because I was working last night. I had to, but I had to bring out this review, because I wanted to watch the show first to see who it was. I had no spoilers. I didn't even know Ahsoka was in it this week. So, yeah. Um, I've been your boy, Teddy Hoggle, people. The Mandalorian, Chapter 13, The Jedi. Like, subscribe, and all the other jazz. Peace.